Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. guys welcome back to marriage martinis um adam here's danielle hello hello you're excited to talk about this podcast aren't you i am you are i am i'm sentimental about this you podcast. made some besties i made i i i feel like i fell in love yeah i just and it's interesting because before we went even something it was so strange somehow i knew i was gonna love these two so much and i've been following them for a while on instagram and everything and i love their posts and i love their podcast and what I love so much about them is even when I don't, like, even if we don't have all the same philosophies on everything, I so respect them for how open they and honest they are and unapologetic about the way they are raising these strong girls. Um, they both have daughters and they just... Uh, some people say they're open and honest about everything, but then you're sort of like, you know, they're probably holding back. Not Erica and Jamila. No. With all Not that being said, uh, the, my take out of it was they were just some damn cool people to hang out with. Yes. Yeah. We had some fun. Absolutely. And I, when you listen to this podcast episode, you need to keep in mind a few things. First of all, you're coming in on the middle part of a full day together. Um, where we have already sort of bonded and um, been talking for hours. So you're really coming in on like we're getting to a point where we're very, very comfortable that imagine if you were sitting around with friends and someone came in in the middle and just recorded your conversation. Right. That's how this yeah. is. So in some sense, it's a little more vulnerable and a little uh, maybe edgier in a sense somewhat than some of our other episodes because we felt so comfortable and because we were a little drunk huh. <laughs> to say the least i mean we had been we were waiting for their videographer to come and he kept getting later and later and later uh, yeah. so every time it, it, we were like all right well we'll just have one more drink while yeah. we're waiting yeah which um, happened to be Going out for another bottle of, of vodka because we ran out of the first one. <laughs> right. And when we say went out, it's in walking distance to the liquor yes, store. Yes, of course. So it's okay. So anyway, it was a phenomenal day. I'm so glad we had this podcast episode as like a little memento. And then they came and they hung out with us another night. And we all went out and partied and they showed us a little bit about LA. And I just, I, I the energy from that day, I will never forget. And the energy of like being in in Erica's yeah. house and just hanging out together and bonding. I remember in the thick of it, you you just being like, this is my favorite day ever. Yeah, <laughs> and I felt like that. And I, I think I almost cried when we and left. You probably did. Yeah. So anyway, please enjoy Good Moms, Bad Choices. 
Jamila and Erica. It's a podcast hosted by two uncensored and outspoken sex and cannabis positive parents challenging the stereotypes of single parenting and societal norms. Jamila and Erica talk completely open and honestly about absolutely everything. Um, And I just, I can't wait for people to hear this episode because I love these two ladies so much. Okay. Well, enjoy. We're here in L.A. We are here That's in LA. That's pretty fucking cool. It is pretty right? fucking cool. It's been awesome. You know why it's cool? Because we're with Good Moms, Bad Choices. <laughs> Hi. Hi. And oh, here are the girls. Yes. <laughs> Introduce oh, yourselves, oh, please. Oh, we, we just walked in. Hey, yeah. hey. Hello, everybody. Is that you? <laughs> and I already feel like I've made like best friends. Like I'm like right? fucking obsessed. You're so <laughs> yes. fun. Yes. Well, introduce yourselves, please. Uh, hey, what's up? I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. And we are Good Moms. Bad Choices. Oh, you guys are so good. We need like a thing like that. We need to be like, I'm marriage and I'm Martina. <laughs> <laughs> we, we swear we didn't um, rehearse that, but... Yeah, no. you guys are good. Wait, You're I just... would be marriage. Welcome to Hollywood. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm marriage. No, I'm marriage. You're Martina. Yes, exactly. Yes. And we're drinking martinis. And we're drinking Cosmos. For four hours now. We're two bottles in of martinis. Yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun. So thanks (laughs) for... That's why Adam can't remember our names (laughs) for the podcast. If you made it this far, thank you for joining us. (laughs) You Um, must really love us. (laughs) Exactly. Okay, let's go go ahead. What are we talking about? No, I was going to say we've learned a few things since we've been away from our kids. And one of them is that... um, Early bird specials are not just for old people. No. Well, we are old people, so they are for old people. Right. So we went out yesterday. We were walking around Melrose, and I saw a restaurant that I really wanted to try, but I knew it was, like, super uh, expensive, and we stopped, and we tried it, and we went inside, and everything was, like, 50% off because it was, like... And I was like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. Yeah, we should be 65 mm-hmm. and eating at the early bird Wait, wherever where, we go. Where the fuck right. were you at? So yeah. we were, that was so okay. great with the early bird We were at yeah. Fig and Olive. They have an early bird special? Or was it happy hour? It was happy hour. <laughs> 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 I'm like, well, wait, I mean, I'm never, here. I've never seen an early bird special anywhere in Los Angeles. <laughs> okay, they, happy they hour. They called it happy hour. We called it the early bird <laughs> okay. special. Got it. We're going to need yes. clarity on that. Yes. So we called it the early bird special. So we ordered all this amazing food. Yeah. And we were literally, and we peed in between every course because we're over 40. Yeah. And then we were just sort of like, this was amazing because when we got the bill, I was like, holy shit, I can't believe this is the bill. Yeah. We had a lot of cocktails, a lot of food. And it was like half the price of what we had for lunch at our hotel yeah. the day before. Yeah, it was I'm, pretty I'm amazing. Definitely have to write this. You got to check. I, out. This is my new travel tip: is to go and do everything at, <laughs> yeah. at happy hour because. And then we went home and like we hung out. Don't eat till five. Everyone. Don't eat. No, no, we were like three thirty. No, it was later. It was than like that. four. Yeah, yeah, 4:30. yeah. It was, it was much later. But anyway, that's my big travel tip it, that we've gotten since being away is. Uh, and they didn't card us to make sure we were over sixty-five. Well, sometimes we've gotten you've gotten carded and I haven't. Well, that's to be over twenty-one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't ask for. Thank, our, thank you for that. Yeah, they didn't ask for our AARP card. That's exactly. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So today we have uh, Erica and Jamila here from Good Moms, Bad Choices, and I've been a a super fan for a while, and now that I've met you guys, I'm an even bigger super fan, because I feel like it was fate that we met each other, and I love you guys. It feels like we've known each other, right? Right. It's easy. We we did this before. A hundred percent. It's kind of like like we've done this before, right? Yeah. Yeah, It's it's weird. 
Yeah, and I wanted to get a lot of perspectives on you guys. So obviously we're a marriage podcast, um, but we want to have all different people on with all different relationships and everything. And um, so I sort of wanted to give you guys to give a background about who you are and how you started your podcast and everything. Um, well, basically, uh, I had my daughter, and I was the first of all my friends to have a child, and so I had no mom friends whatsoever. I had a girlfriend who literally posted a photo of Jamila with her child, and I was like, wait, who is that? She has a baby? Does she live in the valley? She must be my friend. Oh, it's funny you say that. We're actually going to go to this bar um, on Friday. You should come. I went. I literally saw Jamila. I was like, hey, girl. Heard you have a kid. She was like, yeah, I do. And I was like, we should we should hang out. Let's let's schedule it right now. So I it was like Tinder for moms. No, it was literally and yeah, it really was <laughs> Tinder for moms. Um, and Can you explain what the valley is? Where I, where we come from, the valley is like, hey, like, right, like clueless. Hi. Wait, so yeah, like, do you think we sound like that, Adam? No, no, not at all. that's why I want, I want oh, you guys to explain. Great. That's great that you feel um, that Actually, way. no, that's accurate. It's, is it? It is like, is oh, it? My god, oh my god, oh my god. Erica. Yeah, like, oh my god, yeah. We're like, totally going to meet up at the park tonight. So tired. So oh. what is the valley, actually? Where you're at right now. Is know, this the valley? Thank you. Okay, but, like, so, what does so, it mean? So San Fernando Valley is, like, obviously there's, like, many valleys in California and southern Los Angeles or San Gabriel Valley where Pasadena is but the valley where everyone's talking about when they say the valley is this valley San Fernando Valley it's the valley that's adjacent to like um, West Hollywood Beverly Hills Hollywood so we're right over the hill so like you guys said when you came in this is like the, the suburbia of Hollywood of Los Angeles of Los Angeles so when you hear the Kardashians they're in Calabasas that's, that's our the valley. that's the valley okay. when you hear about North Hollywood and and, um, I don't know what else is fucking popular. Sherman Oaks. Sherman Oaks, so Studio City. Like these... Is Studio City where all the studios are? Yes. Okay. Like Burbank. Or Warner Brothers. Right. Those are yeah. the, so CBS is in Studio City. So I guess yeah, that's where it comes from. A lot of like uh, production places are here. Burbank. Oh, it's and... the biggest hub for porn. <laughs> really? Yeah. Fun fact. The, the fun fact: the San Fernando Valley is like where ninety nine percent of the porn comes. So out where of. do they film all the porn? Well, mostly more back in the day when it was more classy. Yeah, I see. And less internet. It was like, yeah, Woodland Hills, Chatsworth, Wadada Hills, really any right. I filmed all my porn. Yeah, just, <laughs> just text the address to Daniel's phone. Right. Right. Well, growing up, I knew, like, I, I, I had very good friends that were, like, big porn stars wow. that are still my friends now. Oh, that's cool. Which I guess in other places is not like... But I was I don't have any porn star friends and I also grew up in the Valley so that's not actually a oh. thing. Okay, so you want to hear, <laughs> hear the story of the last time I was in Los Angeles? Yeah. Adam's so sick of this story. Which one? So the la- <laughs> last time I was in Los Angeles, I was with my brother. We went to visit the Menendez brothers in jail. Oh my gosh, I was just telling my friend wait, about them last night. Wait, wait, who were they? What did they do again? They, they killed, they, their, they killed their, their parents. parents. Like, my, yes. So my shocking. brother was best friends with Lyle Menendez. <gasps> All growing up. This is like a Hollywood, like... Right, right. So the last time I was here, we came out. My, my best story. friend growing up who actually introduced Adam and I... Uh, her parents are both producers in Hollywood, so we used to come every summer and like do you know like Hollywood super shit. like famous stuff. <laughs> but the last time we came out, my brother came with us so that we could go and visit uh, Lyle and Eric Menendez in jail before before in we knew- jail. Yeah. yeah, they were in jail. Wait, yeah, no, I, I know that, but like, I couldn't they go went in. to visit them in jail. I couldn't go in. I had to sit in the waiting room. And my brother went and visited them. 
Are they still? Wait, are they're they, still in jail. Oh, they'll be in jail for the rest of the life. Are they yeah, friends? Yeah. Are, they, are they maintaining contact via pen pal? So my, I think my brother maintained contact for a long time, like, and then he realized that they were lying, and it was just like too much work to stay in touch. To so. be a friend with some so murderer. That, so, so yeah. you know, murderers, friends, or <laughs> conflicts. Yeah. Hard to and my brother's like a really good friend, but I think at a certain point he was sort of like, okay, <laughs> you, you murdered killed your kid. People. You killed your parents. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, yeah. so I'm gonna have to end this. But that was the last time we were literally here. Was like that's what we were doing. Money. That's yeah, I, as a kid growing up, driving down that canyon, their house is like at the very beginning of like between like where the hill begins at Beverly Hills on Beverly Glen. So my mom would be like, "That is the mm. house." And I was like, I would always like, oh, "That's where it all went down." What's up with fucking freaky they ass sh- twins killing their parents? They shot them no, in the back of twins. the head. They weren't twins. No, they're oh, twins. oh, they shot no, they exactly. shot them like forty-five times. I know. Forty, <laughs> but while they're watching a film, well, you can't do forty. Like they're watching yeah. a movie and they Wait, shot them. They. Shot them, and then they got all months. their money, and then like partied for like a few months. How did they get away? Because they, they weren't. Well, they, they did it. Oh, no, right. But at first, yeah. they like, got all this money and just were partying so hard for like a few months, yeah. and then jail. And now, yeah, was, and now yeah, they have now one of them's married. Like they, we've had stories afterwards. Like I think one became like because they were attractive. Like one, they're very, very, they had like pen pal lives, or I don't know. Yeah, no, it was a crazy, it was a crazy time growing up. Well, but, this um, is important for single women. Well, <laughs> just because is, they're sexy doesn't mean they didn't kill their parents. <laughs> but just because they killed their parents doesn't mean they had did not have a reason. Remember right, that. well, that's, that's a whole... All right, I just want to bring it there because right. I feel bad that we're just kind of going down and bashing... We're well, bashing murderers? We're, we're like bash-shaming? What is it, slut-shaming? No. Yeah, no, they're, they're shaming <laughs> Their parents were always sort of... Yeah, listen, was, that doesn't mean kids don't kill your parents right. just because you're mad at them. First of all, that doesn't guys, mean that. we're all parents. How are you even going to slightly... Okay, I'm just, I'm not throwing <laughs> that out there. Right. I'm just saying the not everybody is as guilty as charged. That's all. Right, right. That was a huge, there were a huge, it was a mystery. And not a mystery, we knew it was. All right, let's have fun. Let's have fun. Well, I'm happy you came (laughs) on the murderous mission. Yeah, right, right, right. Except for Adam coming to the window before. That was kind of scary. So I wanted to talk a little bit today about, so you're both single moms now. You're best friends. You're both raising girls who are the same age. Um... And, and I think for us, we're raising three kids, 14, 11, and 7, and we're in a suburb of New Jersey. I think it's probably a, a really different way to raise kids than in the Valley of Los Angeles. Is that what we call it, the Valley of yeah, Los Angeles? Yeah, for right. the Valley of Los Angeles. Good enough. Yeah. Um, and I just, I think it's complicated no matter what now to raise kids and to raise girls and boys both. Like, it's all complicated. And I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, how we plan to do that. And um, Adam and I are similar to you guys in that I think we're super open about everything. There's nothing off the table that we won't talk about. And I think that helps a lot with kids. Um, But it also, like, raises the question of how do we plan to bring this all up to our kids, especially we have a girl, you guys have girls. And, like, how do we... Number one, body positivity right now is becoming a big thing. Mm -hmm. And we're trying to shift the conversation from you need to look a certain way to we want you to be accepted no matter how you look. And, you know, you should be proud of yourself no matter how you look. And I'm trying to come up into that by my own, like, at 41 years old. So it's hard for me to to, uh, trickle that down to my kids when I'm still dealing with that. 
So let's start with like body positivity and how do we teach that to our girls? I mean, I think it's really, it's, you have to be conscious of it. Because I think even for me growing up, like my mom wasn't body positive. She was always kind of down on her body. And even now, like I have to check her. I'm, I'm like, mom, every time I talk to you, you're talking about this. And it has affected me even through being conscious that she, that was her issue. It's, you can't help but as a child, that affects you. And yeah. it's, you start looking at yourself. So I think for me... I've had issues with my body as well and accepting that I think especially because growing up in LA whether we want to talk like whether we want to admit that it's Hollywood or not I think I was I was acting at a young age I was comparing myself to other kids at a young age probably more so than the average kid and then on top of that my mom was always hyper conscious of her body hmm. and so I've had to check myself like I, I'm really conscious about ever saying I, I barely, I don't think I ever, even if I feel it, I, I don't think I've ever, like, maybe I've said it's like a friend, like a, a girlfriend, but like I'm never like around Irene saying, I'm fat, I feel fat. Because I know what that. Unless we like just ate, you're like, Ugh. Yeah, but even then, it's just. You're more conscious of I'm it. I'm so conscious of it because I know how I struggled with it. Um, I think it's just a conscious thing. Like, even if you feel that way, which we all do at some point or another, it's just like trying to, and I hate to say this internalize it <laughs> but like don't say that shit out loud okay <laughs> well how much of this do you think is a regional thing like saying we're out here I don't, think it's, I don't think it's only no. regional no, well, no, no I'm not. questioning I'm not saying I'm just saying like, we're, we're hyper conscious about our body image yeah well like we're up, I'm out in LA for the first time right and I see it just being at the hotel we're at looking around seeing like everybody's looking for this perfection mm-hmm. looking for where we come from back on the east coast with New York and like I don't think it's quite as apparent. Oh, no, it's not. Um, But there's always this kind of self-image of being at a certain weight, being a certain body weight, Mm -hmm. like like looking for that perfection. But I think that's changing. I think that's more... Because it's not so much about health anymore. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, it used to be... I think there's... It used to be, like, exercise and eat well well and be healthy. L.A. is is all of the above. Yeah. We're super health conscious because we're weight conscious, because we're shallow, because... (laughs) No, don't generalize me. (laughs) You said weight. I have seen seen very very few overweight people since I've been here. I'm saying we as in Los Angeles. I'm not talking to you. I'm not weight conscious. I weigh 98 fucking pounds. I've never had to be weight conscious. Holy think, shit! I know, I know. It's it's a thing. Because you don't know what we actually look like. Jamila's like just petite. Like, yeah, I'm, like, I'm just they're like, no, oh, you're fine. Let me eats more food than any person. No, else. I just watched so you eat a whole bunch of Mexican food. Yeah. <laughs> that was, uh, that was honey, it was Thai. Oh, Thai. <laughs> <laughs> no, the thing is, the thing is, I am I'm petite, but I'm I'm shapely. Okay, I'm curvy petite. Um, <laughs> watch it. <laughs> Calm down. I'm 98 pounds soaking wet but <laughs> even me being thin I wanted to be thicker I want to be thicker right now bitch we can't gain any weight I keep fucking eating nothing's happening um and but LA is health conscious even if I'm not overweight or even on the spectrum of it I'm constantly like I shouldn't have ate that meat I don't need to eat meat it's not good for my body it's not good for the globe it's not good for the environment and it's giving me bad energy the cows that were consumed mm. were in a negative space and now I'm in a negative space it's giving me a headache like so <laughs> what no I'm saying I'm, I'm health conscious because I live here I think right, LA right. is all of the above well you shouldn't say health conscious your body res- image conscious because no, it's not no. about health because 98 pounds for you might it's be healthy. healthy. 
It right. Is so whether you, I'm whether also you, five five one. Like, right. I'm so whatever you person. watch, what you eat, or whether you're eating not eating meat or eating meat, it doesn't matter. Like whatever works for you is healthy. It doesn't matter about what weight you are. Right. It, I mean, it, it doesn't. And and I'm super pro. However you look right now, be naked. Um, right. I know. I almost sent you guys a nude. Oh, you should. Oh, I know. You guys have a thing where Get you my phone. send I have <laughs> where you send it where you were like send everybody a nude. You send us a nude. We want to see it. And I was very close to sending it, and then you I was like, I can't do it. Well, no, I know you guys, and that's what I love about you is that you're so like we're sharing accepting. our news with other people, but obviously no. on like one replay. I was ready to send my nude, and then I was like, I can't fucking do it. But, but you guys are so awesome that but, you're super accepting and you think everybody's beautiful. But you know, but you know what I'm going to say is, like, I think what is important is, like, I think now we're in a time where, like, for our kids, like, there's more, like, there's more, we see more different, we see people glorifying different bodies now. Like, like some of your favorite people are not skinny. Right. I, think I think about Amy Schumer. And I think that's yeah. important. Like, I, whenever, like, I'm always, I want my daughter to know that every type of person is beautiful. Mm. I'm consciously trying to, even if it seems like, if you see her, she's beautiful. Like, she's beautiful. I want her to know that because she's going to be inevitably influenced by what the general social, social society of beauty is. You know, so I do try maybe go extra hard the other way. Like, even when it comes to, like, you know, seeing yourself. Like, mm-hmm. as black moms, like, I want to buy my daughter black dolls because inevitably she's going to have white dolls because mm. that's just how society has been. Mm-hmm. Just like society has consider- has defined what an attractive woman looks like or what beauty is, like, what the proper well, weight is. So it's just like, you just have to work a little harder. But I think, thankfully, we're in a time where things are changing and, like, society's um, standards of what beauty is are changing but there's a lot. There's a lot of work to be done. I mean, on myself and just encouraging that within with with my daughter. But but I think I really think it starts with how we treat ourselves and being kind to ourselves and gentle with ourselves, and then we in turn are gentle with other people. But I'm I'm huge. Like I'm naked all the time. She is. If you're, I am. I like a lot. Always her. I'm like her nipple. It's about to come out right now. Okay. Well, it's everybody. <laughs> we keep, welcome it. Everybody keep calm. We've all nipple. seen it, so it's okay. it's always out. It's like it's not even. It's I won't get in trouble if it pops out. Just letting you know. <laughs> it's not your fault. No. it's mine. Um, <laughs> it's actually my mind like making that happen. Like nipple, zoning nipple, in. Nipple, nipple. <laughs> but even with my child I'm conscious of like making things not a big deal I think as women I think and I just had this conversation with my friend I think as women our sexuality and our bodies are so often associated with like sex and like like men's gaze and like shame that we're not we haven't focused on like their magic they make yeah. fucking babies. Right. They nourish babies. No matter how they look and how they come. A, if my nipple comes out and Adam sees, you have three kids, dog. I'm sure you'll be, I'm sure you've seen lots of nipples. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you've nursed a nipple when you were born. You know what I mean? And I, I want for men to understand, like a part of my, my mission of free the nipple is that just because you see a nipple, it's not to be sexualized immediately. Everything, like we're intimate, we're sexual beings, but we're so much more. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm a, 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 a magic machine made from God. And it's not just like, ooh, pubic hair, drool, like, ooh, to be pounded on. It's just like, there's, there, I'm, I'm multifaceted, just my body. And I want my child to know that, you know, like, I talked to you guys earlier, I mean, sometimes I'll post like covered nippled nudes on Instagram and someone came for me and was like, 
Luna's gonna think she, that's my daughter. She's four. She right. can she can do that because she sees you do it. But it's like I'm an adult. I make adult decisions, and I'm not doing it for attention or for this because like I feel good about my body, and I want you to know I feel good about my body, and I don't give a fuck how you. You want to encourage other people. people to feel. And also, my body is more than just to be lusted after. It's not just because I'm trying to get some DMs cracking. It's because I felt good today, and the light was shining just right, and that's how I feel comfortable. Right. I feel comfortable being naked. I'm happy being naked because it feels good. And it's not till other people have come in and been like, oh. Look at Jamila, she's being naked. She, she's, she wants attention. She's trying to get Adam's attention with that nipple. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's not in malice or, like, in attention. But there's so many there's so many ways to see ourselves. And once we can see ourselves that way, and then our kids can see us that way, and then they'll, won't, they'll feel less, like, self-conscious about their bodies, less, like, shameful, less, like, there's, there's always this pervy conversation that goes around our bodies like yeah. be careful people are out to get you rapist pervs i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So something that happened to me recently that was a big deal was um, I have a 14-year-old daughter and I have two boys. And yeah, we do. We yeah. have, sorry. Yeah, just we, you. Appreciate we that. have two boys. So I was part of that. I'm very big on like, you know, since I've, like, gained weight recently and whatever, I'm always like, oh, I hate the way I look in photos. Like, I just, I can't stand myself. I can't, you know, it's a big deal to me. And I'm always constantly saying, like, ugh, delete that picture. And I hate the way I look. And so recently our daughter said, um, when we were, I was showing her pictures, and she was like, I hate myself in pictures. Mm. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, that's, I did that to her. Like, that was me. Mm-hmm. I, I completely, like, did not even realize that she was picking up on that. And she's like, I can't send myself in pictures. Don't send me any more pictures of myself. And that was, like, a huge thing for me that I was sort of like, first of all, I don't want her to hear that because I don't want her thinking that she should hate herself in pictures for any reason because, you know, number one, she's too young for that. Number two, like, we should all, like, embrace the fact that we're, you know, able to have pictures taken of us and it's a beautiful thing and so that was big for me and I also don't want my boys to like ever be like I want them to always encourage you know their partner to feel good about themselves and to feel like they should be taking pictures of themselves and I think a lot of couples one of you is always like it's usually the man taking the picture of the woman like you're never you know I'm never like I I mean it's you're never like offering up, like, oh, I'll take a picture of you. It's always me asking for you. Well, to yeah, take a you ask me to take the picture, and then I show it to you, and then you say, take right. another one. I hate take it. Another one. Yeah. Take another yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. that's no good. Yeah. But yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like, well, like I feel like most of the time this conversation does happen with women. We're the most hard. We're harder on ourselves than men are about their bodies. You know, I'm, I'm I don't know, Adam, if you look in the mirror, she ever hears you talk about your body in that way. Is Do you body shame or yourself? never? Um. Not, not, well, not vocalize it. I do. I, I guess I don't vocalize it, but I always have. I mean, I always had like this body image of 
I was too skinny, I was too short, I was too whatever, so I would work out and like work out hard and like we just did an episode recently about stuff you don't give a fuck about anymore like as you're getting older and like uh, you know I was at a point five years ago where I was working out crazy you know 45 minutes to an hour and a half a day every day and I was getting huge and I was getting great great and, yeah <laughs> like to me it was great like to me I was it, getting great yeah <laughs> to me I was you know I gained weight in a good way right, like right. you know I gained a good 30 pounds like all muscle like I was awesome and awesome <laughs> um, and then a couple of years ago, I'm like, what am I fucking doing? Like, why am I like, that's like, it was all I was caring about. It was all I was like, you prioritizing your time workout, I had was working, working out. out. And I just got to a point where I'm like, fuck, what, what, what am I doing? Like, I don't care anymore. Right? Well, I have a you question know? for you guys. Like, okay, yeah, we're talking about like passing this on to our, in, to our children, but like as a married couple, like, did you care that he was more buff? Do you, how does it affect you, Adam, of her talking about her body? Like, what is, what are you, what are you? Do you have these, yeah, these this is expectations huge, sure. about what he thinks of you? Or is of it mostly course. about like who you think about? Well, first, oh, I'm always wait. worried about... Because for me... Sorry to interrupt. But for me, I sort of recently have sort of been like... Okay, first of all, we started this podcast. I have three kids. I'm doing all this other work and everything. I'm sort of like something has to give. I used to be a marathon runner... It sort of got to the point where I was sort of like, okay, I have to, something has to give right now, you know, and, and I just, I gained a lot of weight this year and whatever. And so, yeah, of course, there's part of me that's sort of like, he doesn't, I, we eat the same shit and he gains a ton of, I mean, I gain a ton of weight, he gains nothing. So, of course, there's times when I'm sort of like, what, like, does, is he still attracted to me? Does he still want to, you know, make out? Does he still want to touch me and whatever? That's a huge deal to me. But at the same time, I'm also trying to be that person who's sort of like, I want to be confident in myself and I want to know that I'm more than just my weight and everything. So I'm, I'm trying to do both things. I'm trying to, you know, like, be the person who's the good influence and trying to, like, say, okay, I still love myself and I still love everything I'm doing. But I also don't want to have my husband not, like, be attracted to me. Right. So but I, I think it goes both both ways, right? Like, a lot of women feel like, am I getting too heavy? I don't like my body image. Where I think, look, you know, guys have the same thing. Guys get fat. They get, you know, the big belly. They get the dad body, the whole thing. I don't, right? So <laughs> I... Not me. Not, not, no, not he me. really doesn't. It drives me fucking crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm the opposite. Like, if I don't work out, if I don't eat properly, I lose weight. I get skinny. I get scrawny. Right. Like, And to me, that's the same thing as the way women feel about right. getting fat, right. right? So there's that, too, which people just don't understand because I guess that's the minority, well, yeah, I think, I think Jamila. Can I want to. I think I want to get fatter. I want to get like. <laughs> I don't want to get thicker. fatter, but I want to be like comfortable. Like that's why I was working out so hard. Like I want to be comfortable in myself. I want to get thicker, not right. but I also am not willing to go to the gym every day. Right, right. Until August, September first. I mean, whereas like I don't need in order for me to get thicker, it's not the gym isn't the not, isn't in the equation. Right. It's just eating. Right. <laughs> whereas I. Yeah. Well, I think that the, the... Well, how does that... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but how does that make you feel... Like, when he got, like, was working on his body or, like, when she complains about her weight... We like, are both probably at the peak peak of our... Uh, yeah, but she hated it because she was, like, I was working out too much. Like, my home time was workout time. Yeah, I just... I don't know. It got to be too much. Like, it was and it just, wasn't like I was doing it for something. But he was, I thought like, he was, you know, like, like, feel obligated. Okay, like, for me, like, after I had my... Do- I gained 70 pounds in pregnancy. <gasps> me too. 
Oh, I love oh you God. so much. <laughs> yeah, it's like no one understands. No, I was like, what? How could you? Knew you knew you could look at me and tell I gained seventy pounds. I didn't. They're like, you. what were you doing? What were you doing over there? I'm like, no, oh, no I was living my fucking wait, the baby's life. Right, living like, my best life. <laughs> right. Wait, yes. the baby's like twelve pounds. It does. Shut up. No, right, thank shut you. Up. You can punch him in the face. <laughs> what the fuck? Just because you're skinny. We right. Know, like, exactly. Okay. We heard about your, I lo- your trials and tribulation. I lost forty of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I wanted my. I told my partner at, at the time, my daughter's father. Like, I need you to like tell me I'm beautiful. Mm-hmm. I need you. And he didn't understand. He's like, I think men need to hear that so much. Like, I need, need to you. hear that. Even if you feel like I'm being ridiculous, even if you know I'm beautiful, you don't feel like it should be said, even if it turns you off yes. to the fact that you have to do that for me, like, I need you to do it. Just right. to, I need you to tell me that. Yes. And I think, like, I think that's a big deal. But anyway, I didn't know, like, what that, how that affected your marriage. Like, yeah, it does, for sure. What that dynamic is. I think, I think men don't realize, even now on this vacation, I feel like um, when he, you know, sometimes, like, when he'll, like, reach out to, like, touch me or whatever, or we, like, make out or whatever. No. <laughs> I'm serious. When we make out, like, are we necking in the back of the car? Honestly, like, yes, I like that. <laughs> but there's sometimes when I'm sort of like, oh, okay, he doesn't think I'm gross. Like... I think that that sort of thing, like, he's never gone through having a child. He's mm-hmm. never gone through the changes he, of the your body. changes of your body. Rapidly. The other night, like, two nights ago, we were sitting down in the hotel at the bar, mm-hmm. and I, I, we were just having on our first cocktail, so I can't even blame being drunk or having, you know, having too many. And I said to Danielle, I said, you know what? You always look really pretty. Like, you always, I, I think you always look real pretty. And she said... Good one, you know. Like, yeah, good try. Yeah, you well, know. So she can't even accept that yeah. fact. Well, you, yeah. So you need to be able to accept the you know? compliment too. I need to be able to accept the compliment, but, but I so shouldn't I have to wait for a vacation for it to happen. Oh fuck that! You know what? No, <laughs> like we were in the mood, we were in the moment. No, nothing crazy was happening, and it just like the thought came to my mind, mm-hmm. and I was thinking to myself, you know what? We're not crazy, like, thinking about kids and work and, like, life and everything. Like, we're just hanging out, and the thought came to my mind, I think you look pretty. So I said it. And my response, or her response was, good try. Yeah, I can't. Fuck you. I can't believe it. But one thing that our sexual communication coach did say to us, which I think... You have a sexual sexual communication coach? She's not our sexual (laughs) communication coach. She comes on the show. She comes on the show. But I I listen to what she says. I trust her. (laughs) And I think it's true. Like, one thing that she says is, like, if your spouse is having an orgasm from you, trust that. Like, people don't... don't I I heard the episode. If your spouse is getting hard... Trust they're attracted to you if they right. weren't getting like an erection. Are you well, sure? no. Sometimes yeah. that's the thing. Is that sometimes sure? no, There's no. Some, it's not. Yes. So it's not always that. But if you're, <laughs> if, if, how do you tell the difference? Wait, tell me what happened <laughs> two nights ago. But, but that's like a basic thing for everybody. But not for me. Oh, so Adam has never like come two nights and two nights, two, two times in one, one night, and he did the other night. The other night. Is that the? That was the same night. Yes, that's vacation sex. Yeah, that's because we had this thing on the um, podcast. Oh, um, it, like I, a month ago, where we were talking to. Leah. Leah. And he said, when I'm done, I'm done. When I'm done, I'm done. When Thank I'm you. Done, I'm so you're right. I'm yeah. to kick his ass. Right? right? So, so this time. Done, Wait, done. that's what you said? Yeah. yeah. So when this, I'm done, I'm done. This when time, I said, when I'm done, I'm not done. <laughs> 
Well, that's okay. So I want my you're, wife. You're actively working. Absolutely. Working yes. See? That's beautiful. Thank it's you. so rare. I, can, I really commend you for that, honestly. Yeah. For not being done. So I waited an additional <laughs> 10 seconds and dog. I went again. I went caring about your <laughs> wife's second orgasm. Yeah. First. <laughs> I had a first. He had a second. Oh. This is important. These are right. important things. But that is Who's one keeping thing. track? No, but it is, it's a big deal because I think that a lot of people like won't go away together and won't leave their kids and like it's true that it's a huge benefit to every part of your relationship including your sex life. Like for us, when we go away, you know, we have a 14 year old at home now. Like she's doesn't go to sleep till 1.30 in the morning when we're trying to have sex, like we're like... Shutting each other up at one thirty in the morning. Right. <laughs> we're right. not past nine thirty. Right, right, right. But but we're you know we're never like we're never just like walking around the house naked, going out, yeah, just going out. Yeah, we're never you know we're never like Wait, waking we're up the the what, What's the age you have to stop walking around naked in front of your kids? Uh, one. No, stop that. I, I don't walk what around do naked thinking? ever in front well, of the I kids. think there's a lot of rules. Of rule, gender rules. Gender rules. Maybe because I had a girl your, first. What about your underwears? Oh, I, I, I do today. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I, mean, I, I saw my dad's underwear last week. Like, yeah. yeah. No, no underwear. Underwear is a bathing suit. What's the difference? I saw his dad in his underwear until a month before he was yeah. sick. And no, yeah. that's, that's different. I think naked All my friends have seen my dad's No, underwear is fine. Underwear is fine. Like, what's the difference? What about like you? The, Are you? Do you walk around naked in front of your kids? Well, I'll get naked in front of my... Oh, well, I'll get naked in front of my daughter, and then she'll be like, Mom, I don't want to see that. And I'm like, okay. Well, you, well, you bathe like, with the when kids. When did you start... Yeah, yeah. When did you stop feeling comfortable being naked around your son? Because I think that's where it is. It's like I'm still not... My youngest son, I'm still I'm still not, 11, not comfortable. 11, he, no, he's seven. Um, the second I sort of vibe that he's not comfortable about it, yeah, yeah, he doesn't give a shit. Well, I think once they say, no, I'm not going in the bath with you, okay, okay. I yeah, think that's I enough. Think they make the they yeah. make I don't want to get in the bath with you. Oh, no, okay. But yeah, she bathes with the kids. Yeah. Just with Jonah now. Well, I, before it was with Ian until he got to an age where he was oh, like, yeah, no more. Yeah. My grandmother used to bathe with us until we were really old. That's like, really old. I used, I probably bathed with my grandmother until I was like 12. But I have like the best memories of it ever. Like there was nothing sexual. No, about it. I, think I just it's fucking fine. loved her, and she was always naked in front of all of us. She would rip her clothes up. Like she would just didn't give a shit. And I just, I never got like I never cared. Never. I saw my grandma. I see my grandma naked now. It's yeah. like if she walks in the room naked. But when, it's different, I think, when it's a woman and a woman. Like, that's what I'm saying. I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. I think, yeah. I think you can sense when it's enough time for your yeah. kid. I think when, when it gets awkward. When it gets awkward. Yeah, because we're not there yet, so I'm always I mean, I am we Well, with girls. girls. I don't think it's ever going to be awkward. I think with girls, it's yeah. a little different. Like, you know, when it comes to the penis... It's like it's like HBO. The penis. There's no the penis. there's no penis on HBO. Yeah, I'm you know what I mean. Like, I actually wonder. Uh, no. Euphoria, the Euphoria, Euphoria. There's oh really? A lot, a lot of penis. There's, yeah. like, there's a lot. There's a lot of penis. A lot of penis. Which really makes me love HBO. More. That's why I haven't seen. But it. you know, like no, you. It's very important. It's very. It's very important. It's just very. I'm serious. It's a very. I think it's an important show. I think it's. I agree. it's important. It's traumatizing. It's scary. Yes. But beautiful and brilliant. Yeah. It's like all yes. those things. Um, 
But I think because you know both me and Jamila are single parents, and we don't we're not often in the presence of the parenting of our significant former significant other. I often wonder, like, what are his like? I, we don't always talk about like what are his boundaries as far as that. Like, I don't know if her dad is still like walking around nude, just hanging around with my mm-hmm. daughter because we don't live together. I I would say he probably isn't. But He's not. or if he's showering with her, I asked Luna, and I think I think you've asked. I've asked I asked Luna, and I and I've asked him. Well, you know it's funny when I first had Luna, like maybe when she was a baby, he asked me like, so what am I gonna like? What age do you think I'm not gonna be able to do this anymore? Because I was mm-hmm. really encouraging of like skin on skin, let's bathe together as a family. Um, did you guys breastfeed for a long time? I did, like till she was like almost three. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. My kid's so verbal. I know he's he's not up for the conversation. Like, I mean, yeah. she knows penis. She knows she knows vagina. She knows you know boys have penises. Like that's not a scary thing. But like, and if she sees it, I don't think she's gonna be like traumatized. But I think he's probably like not. He's avoiding the questions and the laughter. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I think he. I think Adam is very um, skeptical about talking to our kids about all of that stuff because I think he wasn't really spoken to about all of that. Like, I think for him it's more about... um, I think he thinks he knows what he's going to say, but I think when the time comes, he doesn't really know. Has it not come yet? I mean, your daughter's (sighs) almost 14. So my daughter is sort of like... First of all, I think I'm more the one talking to my daughter. I think my daughter also is sort of very confident about what she knows. Um, She's very progressive about what she knows. I think as far as a boy goes, like right now he's spoken about how you're supposed to treat a girl um, or a partner, you know, not knowing what's to come of it. I sort of feel like um, I want Adam to be very open with our kids and to say to them, you know, this is what you're going to feel and this is, and I think you're a little bit, you're uncomfortable with it. I don't think so. No, I don't think that's true. I do. I just think there's a right time and place for it. But how do you know what that right time and place is? I'll find out. How? I I just don't know if at 11 is the right time and place when you wake up with an erection. Because I guess looking back for me, it wasn't that time and place for me. I I don't know. This is new to me. You know? I need to show me for you. I need to show me for you. Yeah. I guess things are different now. But if if I thought... From just being around our I think I our think son. opening up a dialogue when you're younger is super important. And I don't think you need to wait until they open the dialogue. I think you could have it open the same way my mom always Well, it I don't know if that's true because can you open it up too early? Like, don't you want to wait till they're ready? Don't you want to wait till they know something? Yeah, yeah. Is what, what's such too early? early? Right. No. I don't think there's too and, early. And, and the only reason I'm saying this is because right now at four... Like, um, I'll ask, like, this is not sexual. This is just general. And I'm like, Luna, anyone touch your vagina lately? 
I say that like almost every other day. And mm-hmm. then the other day she said, Mom, why are you always asking me if someone's touching my vagina? Mm-hmm. And I said, because I want to keep you safe and because I love you and because I care about you and your vagina. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like, <clears throat> just because I'm asking her that, is not, she is not like, we're only, we're only perceiving things as being sexual or bad when someone tells us that. Mm. But if we're just talking about things, okay, so for instance, like how old were you when you lost your virginity, Adam? Um, young. Young? 14. Okay, so 11 and 14. So how is really 11 not- too early to start talking about it? Well, that's not true. But the difference between 11 and 14 is... It's but like nobody has spoken years. to you at 14 either. But no one said 14 will be the age Adam loses right. virginity. It could have been 13. Well, it could have no, been 12. Because I had, I had zero, I had zero um, experience or interest between 11 and 14. But you and your son are not on the same path. It doesn't matter. And you know what? If I saw... Especially it, with... And you whoa, hold on. Well, especially with so, the on. state of where no. we are as far as social, if, social media. I'm smart but, enough to know that I can sense in my son if there's interest or not yet. And that's fair. And if there was, you, I'd be right in there talking to him about it. Okay. But I don't see that yet. I so, see him I see him as a sports guy, as a music guy, like into like guy things. Like he doesn't talk about girls. He's had the same silly girlfriend for 10 years already. Okay, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't <laughs> so hurt you. So you have to wait until you see that. It wouldn't, I, I it wouldn't wanna, hurt you to say, how do you feel about girls right now? It wouldn't hurt you to open no, of up the dialogue. No, 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 it would not and hurt you at all. Could. Of course, I could. Yeah, yes. just, because, just because you're opening the dialogue doesn't mean like you're like go straight here's the rubber. Right. <laughs> here's the protection you need. Don't bring her right. any grandbabies. Right. Like, there's a there's a there's a there's a, a like a, a spectrum, and I think just like the more comfortable the dialogue begins to be in the, mm-hmm. in the context of the maturity of the child, the better. I think, okay. I think. It be, I we're agree. so uncomfortable talking about it because even me because I wasn't raised that way and I tried to talk I, like even like having my daughter know how to identify body parts as vagina and not pee-pee or like yes. breasts and Say they're the not right, boobies yeah. like she calls them boobies regardless because that's what she hears at school and she hears pee-pee like that's regardless mm-hmm. that's gonna happen anyway I actually have to get in the habit of it because this is not a normal conversation for me either it feels uncomfortable sure to me. maybe more so than it does for you and like I have to put it into practice and it's not comfortable I and mean, it's like baby steps so like it's not like you have to take this big leap into like okay now we're talking about guitars and now we're talking about condoms and sex like it's baby stuff so that you can also get used to it and then it's an easier conversation to have as the conversation opens up so that it's not like this jarring daunting like I agree oh my god I found come on a towel what do we do Mm -hmm. now you know it's like okay we've talked about girls we've talked about like erection pleasure in some capacity and way like I feel like you have you you know your kid better than anybody we've watched animals. you know like the <laughs> they were saying and this is also house. and, like, this, is, and this like is also we are so not we're not as deep in parenthood as you guys are so it's really right. easy for it's us to, to like have these right. opinions right? I know it's but yeah. it's easy for us to have these opinions but I'm also like trying so consciously not to repeat the things that my I felt like I felt Sorry, like held you. held me back in ways that I wish my mom felt comfortable with and now that I'm faced as a parent to have these conversations I understand why she felt uncomfortable because it's fucking uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, it's not. It's not uncomfortable. And my, and my son doesn't want to talk to me about it. He wants to talk to his dad about it. I mean, for sure. Like he wants him to be the one to broach the subject and and yeah. even sometimes even that. Fuck it. You still still talk about it. I don't care oh, why not uncomfortable. <laughs> Because I can tell that he's like more comfortable with you about things than he is with me. 
I'm happy to talk to him about it. No, so am I. Right. But, okay, I'm I just didn't know how you thought. Because I think that he, like, respects you in a way that he doesn't, you know, like the same way Mia comes to me when she needs certain advice. Yeah, like, I would, I would not be comfortable talking to our daughter about this kind of stuff. Right. But I'd be more, way more comfortable talking to our sons about this kind of right, thing. Right, but yeah. I do talk to our daughter about that Well, she's stuff. 14. Okay, but it's... Doesn't matter. I don't think age matters. I think you do it when you need to do it. I think you start young. I think my mom was talking to us about stuff. I mean, we were like literally talking about this stuff when I was really young. And I think that that helped a little bit. And I think I had like a mental, you know, I think I had OCD and stuff, which made it more uncomfortable. But at the same time, I was never worried at any point that she was going to be angry at me for anything. And that was huge. Like, I think she was always so open that I was sort of like, I can tell her anything. And that's such a gift because that's rare. Because yes. I didn't have that. Yes. And I felt so fear. uncomfortable. Yes. And fear about any sort of, I felt so much shame. Mm-hmm. And so no, I, just, I never felt any shame. Yeah. And that's. that's from her. Right. I felt it from my mental of illness. Course. But not from her. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. And it's important because that's like, the, as parents, like our kids. Even now, I mean, your daughter's 14, and I'm sure the dynamic is changing, but, like, they look at us for the answers. They Mm -hmm. look at us for what's normal. What is normal? What is not normal? My parents, like, taught me what that that means. And that's not always normal. Yeah. And as adults, now we have to unpack that and, like, you know, decide what our new normal is. Right. And I feel like, one thing I want to ask you guys, I don't know, I mean, I don't know if living in the suburbs where we live is, is like, different from where you guys live or anything, but what do you tell your kids, what do you tell your daughter, you guys have daughters, what do you tell them about um, what you're looking for in, like, a partner? Huh. I know, because that's hard for me, too, because I... What the fuck does that mean? Well... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm... It's much different than what I would have told you ten years ago what you're looking for in a partner because what I would have told you 10 years ago was very um, based on logistics and religion and you know certain things about like their beliefs or whatever now it's much more about spirituality and how you feel and not, not that I'm so spiritual but more about like being in sync and being compatible as opposed to being the same religion or being you know what I mean like it changed for me so I'm just wondering what you're going to, what you can You're talking about what the kids would want in a partner. What I partner. hope they're going to want in a partner. Well, do you think that gotcha. that, for your daughters, would they model your husband? I mean, is that... No. The- <laughs> no, so far, obviously not. Because we spoke about before with our daughter, who is, you know, 14 already. She's much she, more open-minded. Yeah, she's not looking for that straightforward, like, a woman marries a man, and that's the way things yeah. are. You know, like... Which she's, I'm proud of. Yeah, of course. I yeah. Mean, yeah, she's she's, she's, open, to, she's uh, open to whatever. whatever. She's open to anything. Yeah, I mean, and I'm proud of that. This is obviously at my daughter's four. Our daughters are four. Yeah. Um, so obviously this isn't like a conversation we've yet to have. I think especially because the only relationship really that my daughter's ever seen is me and her father, which I'm not even quite sure she really remembers. I think she there's parts of it maybe, but she was really, I mean, she's four. We broke up two years ago, so she was two. But even not in, like, a marital spouse, like, in a, in a relationship. 
What do you say to Well, I always say, even in friendship, like, because relationships are based in friendship, Mm -hmm. whether it's romantic or not, like, communication, respect, like, those are two things that I always, I'm always trying to push with her is, like, and that's with any kid, like, don't be an asshole to your friend. Mm -hmm. Or, like, you know, you help your friends. You help your, no secrets. You help your friends. Like, if they need help, you offer your help, you know, but you also, like, if you don't like that, then say that. Um... So, I mean, those are the conversations I'm having now. I mean, as I, I'm, I'm still fucking trying to figure out what the fuck right, I want sure. out of a relationship. Okay. I mean, I know communication is key, and I think that's universal, whether it's love or friendship. Um, but as far as a man, I don't... I, I think, like... Love? <laughs> or man or woman? I don't know. Our kids are young, and me and Erica haven't, like, been in a lot of situations. I think that's what our podcast, and a lot of it is us trying to figure, figure out, out what that is. Sure. Especially because we thought we were in relationships for the rest of our lives with our partners, and then that changed. Well, I think, like, upon being in that, my baby's, my child's father's relationship, there was a lot of disrespect, so I'm really big on respect. Like, I want... To be big on respect because I want her to understand that it's not acceptable because I, I came from a, a like a parents that are still married today but like totally crazy you know mm-hmm. like constant fighting constant arguing constant uh, right that's not always the best infidelity yeah, yeah, yeah. you know I, I was like saw all the shit you know but I think that with her I'd just rather be transparent like I dated someone that she was around and like it didn't really work out you know and she was around and like it was long distance because he's in New Jersey but like. I'm like, we broke up. <laughs> we broke up. Did you tell her that? Yeah, we broke up. You know, you did? like, yeah. Recently then? Yeah. And what, what did she understand what that meant? Yeah. Really? And then I overheard her playing with her friend, and they're like, I'm calling my boyfriend. No, call me back. Like, <laughs> yelling at the boyfriend on the phone. I'm just totally confused. But, like, I, I, I saw her mimic that, but I just, I feel like. I want to come from a place of being honest because Prince Charming is not going to just scoop me off my fucking feet. This may take a couple trial and errors. I'm not saying every guy I date is going to meet her. This one she had met anyway. She had been around. She had spent time with. And I told you, like, last time I was there, I was in his house and I asked him something and he lied to me. And I could feel that he lied to me and Mm -hmm. it was irritating the shit out of me. And she was with me. And I was just sitting there and she looked up at me and she's like, what's wrong, mommy? And I said, I'm tired. And she said, you look sad. And I said, no, I'm just tired. She said, well, you look sad. And at that moment, at four, I knew she she understands my feelings in a way deeper space. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not going to lie and sugarcoat shit. Yeah. I mean, to, a, to a four-year-old's comprehension. But I just think, like, I, I think it's important to be honest that, you know, it's not like I'm looking for a husband. We're looking for a husband. She's like, she wants siblings when I get married and find a husband and someone who treats us good and we like. So it's like to her, you know, her scope of comprehension right now at four years old. But I'm not going to be like pretending mm-hmm. that shit doesn't happen and like breakups don't happen and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I think to some extent you have to be kind I of. I think I, we're both still not figuring that out, navigating. I haven't had a relationship. I mean, she's had more of a relationship than I have and for my daughter. She's in, she met someone I was dating twice. Did she know we're dating? I don't, I don't know. Um, so really, like, the most important relationship you have is with yourself. And absolutely. I'm, absolutely. And I'm still trying to... I not, swear to God, like, I'm fucking Ariana Grande is the one who fucking taught me that. <laughs> <laughs> that Ariana. I'm not kidding. Like, uh, for real. Got me a therapist. Wait, what song was that? Uh, thank you, next. Oh. Yeah. I'm so fucking thankful for my... I mean, really. I, I, that's really how He's I feel. He's looking at you like, so who's your head? 
All right, so tell everybody how they can find you. Um, you can find us at goodmoms underscore bad choices on Instagram. Uh, and goodmomsbadchoices.com. We don't have Twitter. Oh, we, we do. do have Twitter. No, but don't follow us. There. I know. That's like us, too. <laughs> I'm like, always like, don't even bother. There's nothing there. Like, do we have a Twitter? We do. We have Facebook, though, so do that. Well, you know we're well, t- Instagram is your, yeah, your, that's your biggest, right? Yeah. We tweet. We have a secret Facebook page, actually. Oh, We're, that's fun. We also have a Patreon. <laughs> but our okay. secret Facebook page is where the real dirt is. Oh. secret You Facebook have to be on Patreon I can't to wait to get private. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Adam's there. So what's the Patreon page? Adam already. Yeah. Good Moms Bad, bad choices. choices. Okay. Yeah. We're Good Moms Bad and Choices. And that'll lead you to the secret board. Facebook page. Yeah. Cool. Yes. Oh, well, we love you guys. You're so awesome, yeah, and you're you. you're really like you're authentic and fun. And I'm not going home. I know. I yeah. mean, you've been here all day. Yeah, I know. Like actually, nighttime now. Yeah, yeah. We've had the best time with you guys, so thank you so much. Thank you. you guys are awesome, and we love you, and we can't wait for the next time that we hang out. Yeah, in New Jersey, coming to the valley. Yeah, and we'll come to Jersey. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have to say the city, not New Jersey. The city. The city. The city. Okay. All right. Thanks, guys. All right, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye.